BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt. A classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow. But I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters, because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Hey. Hey there, welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. Hi. How is it possible? Okay. I have three things I could have, where places I could have gone with that. Wow. How is it possible that we just had a heat wave where we've been sleeping in the basement with like no blankets for the last few days and now you are in a sweater? Because a storm rolled in and it got chilly and we walked the dogs in the rain. Well. And I got cold. Okay. And then also, how is it possible? Oh, oh your hands, hands are, are so cold. Yeah. Anyways. Do you want me to cancel our ice cream order? No. Okay. Well, you better <laughs> shape up. I will. And how is it possible that you and Mary have the same hair styling technique? Yeah. With the bobby <laughs> pin. I know. When we... When I wear headphones, when we record, my like hair just, I don't know, it like it like, falls, it falls into your forward face. and it makes me mental. So then you put a little bobby pin just flat against your head. Yeah. And in this episode, Mary had the same one. Yeah. But like her seemed awkwardly placed. Like it wasn't doing know. anything. It no. was just a bobby pin for the sake of a bobby pin. Yeah. It was weird. I'll have to look up fashion trends of 1996. What was your third thing? <sighs> You're right. I did have three things. How is it possible... 
that we're already on episode nine. Mm-hmm. I know. Like, we're almost halfway through the first season. I know. It's, it's crazy. It's flying by. And I'm much more alert. Last night, we recorded episode eight at, like, 11 p.m. I know. You were so sleepy. I'm not a late stayer-upper. Well, we've been watching Jessica Biel's new show called Candy. Yes. It's amazing. <gasps> And so, so because, but we, we take notes when Mm -hmm. we watch Seventh Heaven, uh, but we were eating dinner. So we were like, let's watch an episode of Candy while we eat. Well, we lied to ourselves saying we'll watch half the episode while we eat and then we'll switch over. But But I was mumbling to myself upstairs when you were like, and I was like, we're not going to watch half the episode. She's crazy. Well, I was right. You are. Yeah, you were right. Because it's so good. We can't turn it off. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. She's a good actress, I think. I know. She gets a lot of crap for seventh heaven she does and i heard that she was kind of like a like drama queen or something like i got i got that like vibe or red sad or i don't know somewhere that what that's in my head somewhere. yeah um well but like i have a few thoughts about that okay first of all i don't think justin timberlake would marry uh like drama queen totally like he's not no um, but then also now she's done some really, really cool stuff. And I think that. And like, also she was 14 or something. Yeah, that's fair. Like, weren't we all drama queens at 14? hundred percent. My mom moved me across the country at 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she was co-starring with a pedophile. Yeah. Like who knows what she was like going through, honestly. Yeah. We'll get into that, but we will. I think. I know. I want to also look up and get into not right now. Like, what did she do after Seventh Heaven to, that like, like made her so famous? Like, why did she get yeah. this intense, crazy, famous career? And like everyone else is kind of a. <laughs> Listen, I watch <laughs> Beverly Mitchell on Instagram and TikTok. But what did she do? We'll yeah. Talk about it. Anyways. Yeah. Well, this is all on our ideas once we start a Patreon. Yeah. Deep diving into into the yeah like. Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. So why okay. don't you hit us with the re- or a synopsis of episode nine? All right. See no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. November 18th, 1996. Oh, that was almost my 13th birthday. Oh, yeah. Two days before. Yeah. When Annie and Matt are held up at gunpoint, they're robbed of their money and their sense of security. Oh, boy. Um, Is that it? That's it. Like, these little synopsises are so short, but the one that I read on IMDb was, was really long and in, very inaccurate. inaccurate. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe, like, we don't want to give away too much. Sure. But- yeah. <laughs> so, do we want to start with, like, maybe, like, how the show starts? Like, that theme? The storyline of Simon and Ruthie? Oh, yes. So... so- my phone auto corrected Ruthie to Richie. <laughs> oh, look, that's Richie. Yeah. Ruthie has chicken pox. Yeah. Her and... and Simon were exposed at Sunday school. Yes. And they share a bedroom now. Yeah. Even though at some point in this episode, Simon says something to the effect of like, I told you I didn't want to share a room with her. And now look. Yeah. But this is what happens. Yeah. This is what happens. Like we all got chicken pox. So when I got it, I was probably... I think like nine or ten. Oh. And I had to go spend, because my parents couldn't miss work, but I was too sick for school. So I had to go 
spend every day with Mrs. Farmer, who was like our family friend. And she was a grandma. And she like put oven mitts on my hands and made me have an oatmeal bath. Like in Friends. When Phoebe's like, he's her lobster. Oh, yeah. yeah. If that's the chicken pox. Yeah. Episode. And then like dab me with that pink stuff. Calamine. Calamine. Calamine lotion? Yeah, not chamomile. <laughs> Calamine lotion. And we played card games. Like, like bridge? <laughs> like maybe. Well, like, why didn't you just put me in front of the TV? And you're rot your brain. She's old school. It was very old school. <laughs> That's funny. Well, what about your chicken pox? I don't you remember don't... my chicken pox at all. And your kids? Kids these days don't get chicken pox. Like. <laughs> like. Like they they get a vaccine when they, it's part of their their like vaccines that they get when they're babies. So did a vaccine not exist when we were children? Nope. We just had to get because up until I feel like kind of recently, like in the last 20 years, they were still having like chicken pox parties. Yeah. Which like like that was because so if you get chicken pox when you're older, like a teen. You can get really, really sick. I think that that's what happened to my mom. She told me oh. she got them like as a like teenager and you're really sick. Yeah. And so it was better for kids to get them younger. When really young. And so, yeah, people would have like chicken pox parties, which like were people having COVID parties. Yes. And it was very <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah. But I remember Annie saying like, you might as well just get it over with Simon. You're going to get it. Yeah. So, yeah, they have a vaccine against that now. And I'm certain that the microphone is picking up this sound. What? <laughs> She's trying to make a bed. So we have little Lola here. I wish the... What if I... Right there. I'm just trying to take a video of it. Oh. oh. Um, two of the little dogs that I share custody with my ex with. They are spending the night having a sleepover. And she's currently having a fit. <laughs> on the futon trying to make it comfy like do you think if i on oh, oh. <laughs> yeah she'd like that like i'm gonna have to edit this episode just because we're like <laughs> stumble talking no. nope it wasn't good enough she's still making a bed yeah. why oh, do dogs funny. do that i've never seen happy do that oh just a very quick side <laughs> note it has now been <laughs> i'm confident longer than a dog's gestational yeah period i think we looked it up but and happy not only is still trim but has not had puppies yeah and, and they haven't even mentioned it haven't even mentioned it and she's still sleeping up in simon's bed like yeah don't lift that dog up there and what like what if simon woke up and it was just a birth zone like up in his bunk yeah <laughs> ew <laughs> blood and placenta and puppies everywhere yeah like well, we talked about this. I fell out of my bunk bed yeah. so many times. There's no safety rail on his. No. How, like, he's going to kick that dog out in the middle yeah. of the night. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. Okay. okay. Anyway. So they, yeah, kids these days don't get chicken pox. Kids they vaccinate days. against them. Is it because it has to do with the shingles? Like, I so think you're more likely to get shingles if you've had. You only get shingles if you've had chicken pox. <gasps> so what this means is. Are we going to get shingles? Yes. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, Greg's already had them. My ex-husband's already had them. He's like, 
his immune system's kind of shot because of his epilepsy and yeah. he already got shingles. But people younger and younger are getting shingles, but they only start giving the shingles vaccine when you're like over 50, maybe. And so you, like can't even request it at, at a younger age. Like at this rate, when we're still filming or video or recording this podcast, we could have had shingles. We'll go through it together. And we'll go through our vaccine. Yeah. Or we'll get vaccinated. Yeah. But like when Greg had shingles. So so kids can get chicken pox from an adult that has shingles. Oh. And so when Greg had shingles, my son, Wyatt, was like under a year old and hadn't been fully vaccinated against chicken pox yet yeah. because you get them like at six months, three months and six months and whatever. Yeah. Um, all your all of his shots. And so I made him go sleep at his dad's. Like, I think he really only could have got them if like you like touched the rash, which is gross. Ew. Yeah. Um, Here's my next question that I don't think you'll be able to answer. <laughs> but like in America, do you have to pay for vaccines? You're right. I can't answer that. I'm going to ask the people if yeah. you are american or have lived in america i just want to know because like you have to get vaccinated but what if you can't afford it yeah so like if you don't have like if you if you have care. a kid and you don't have insurance and your kid needs this chicken pox vaccine like i think <laughs> like in my opinion your child not being able you you not being able to afford the chicken pox vaccine isn't that big of a deal, but like m measles, mumps, rubella, yeah, polio, all, like all of them. all those ones. <laughs> so like I think well, I think what this means is, and I'm no doctor. I know this is shocking news for all of you. This is news because I wouldn't have bought this house with you. <laughs> yeah, had I known this. But like, so if kids are being vaccinated against chicken pox and not getting chicken pox. So the only way you can get shingles is if you've had the chicken pox. Right. So does that mean that two birds, one stone with this vaccine? No more shingles. No more shingles or chicken pox. Only time will tell. Yeah. Then science. I don't know. <laughs> I think both those things. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. anyway. Oh. Okay. Now the meat and potatoes of this episode is that Simon does get chicken pox. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. The end. Thank you so much for listening. This has been great. We learned so much. No, there is a hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me something. something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Annie... Is that what it's called? A hold up? Yeah. Stick them up. Stick them up. Uh, carjacking. Robbery. Right. Robbed at gunpoint. Yes, held up at gunpoint. Like, how did this happen? First of all, didn't Annie just spend $250 getting the vehicle fixed? Fixed. And then she's got this blame because she didn't connect two cords together to wire. Like, was she hot wiring this station wagon? You know, it's a woman thing. <laughs> so the car dies on the road. Matt is driving. Yeah. And Annie is in the passenger seat. It's nighttime. Yeah. Who knows where they've been? yeah uh, like it doesn't probably say. the billiards probably the, that's where yeah. they all are and so the car stops they pull over and annie has to like get down on like under the dash and reconnect yeah. two wires together like under the glove box area yeah so she's like fix it annie just yeah blue job annie yeah there is a quote later in the episode when simon says mom likes doing mechanical things it's a woman thing 
I wrote the exact same thing. Yeah. So I I guess she's just doing her woman thing in connecting these wires. Her woman duties. Yeah. And all of a sudden, there is a gun in the window pointed at Matt. Mm-hmm. And he says, give me all your money or something. No. Well, <laughs> Annie sits up and says something like, this is going to be the easiest carjacking you've ever had. What is it that you want? Like, yeah, going to give you it all. Yeah. And he's like, I want money. And so she gives her purse. And then he's like, and your wallet. And Matt can frozen. He's holding the hands on the wheel, wheel, eyes straight ahead, barely breathing. And so Annie now has to feel him up where his wallet is. Where's Matt's wallet? Well, she got it in his jeans pocket. I mean, I think it was in his breast pocket. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Hands that over. And then he's like, jewelry, too. And so then she's trying to get her rings off and she can't get one off and he rips it off. Yeah. Rips it off her hand. Yeah. And then and then he reaches in and takes the car keys. Right. I just think like what a dick move. You've already. I know. What? You, but again, do you know what would have all been solved much easier? If they had a cell phone. If they had a cell phone. <laughs> because they don't end up showing like they're just on the side of the road somewhere. I know. And was this a crime of opportunity? Like was this guy driving a vehicle? Why didn't he make them get out and take their vehicle if he took their keys? And like, like, I don't know about the town of Glen Oak where they live, mm-hmm. but like, so every single person. We've seen drug deals that go we- down there now. <laughs> That's true. But every single person that we've seen in this town, they're all a member of the church. They all like, did this guy know who he was robbing? I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. So. Somehow they make it home because the next scene now they're on the couch giving a description to the police. Mm-hmm. And Annie says, I'm fine. She's fine. She's fine. Matt is shooketh. Spoiler alert. She's not fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I knew she wasn't fine because of how much she was saying she's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, what did I write here? Oh, yeah. Matt. So... The police offer Matt and Annie to go to victim support yeah. therapy, which like you should do that. Yeah. That's a thing that exists. And yeah. if you've had a trauma. So, yeah, I think I thought that more of a theme of this episode was was going to be like what you said when we first started watching it, that it was like how people deal with a trauma in different ways. But like you really, didn't think it was like I do, but it was really just Matt and Annie. Well, I think if you look at Ruthie and Simon, though, Simon got really nervous about oh, yeah. safety and he had that stupid ring with the red light. And if he's wearing it, then he's safe. They never explained the red light bulbs. I think that because he said that the red light keeps them safe. So then he asked his mom to buy all the red light bulbs because Ruthie was scared and that's why she slept in his bed and she kept oh. digging that light on the, yeah. his finger on. So it was really just Simon's way of getting Ruthie out of his bed. Right. Was they filled the bedroom with red light bulbs. He's going to have the time of his life when he goes to Amsterdam and finds himself in the red light district. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to be like, I'm so safe here. <laughs> this this is so all great. very safe. Uh, but I thought it was interesting. So like, yeah, Matt was fear frozen. Yeah. And then sort of like shock. Annie, I think, was like shock and denial about like how it impacted her yeah and then simon and ruthie were scared i think in general scared too lucy was a little scared so she locked her bedroom door and then i mean eric kept looking up at the good lord he did 
for support. And Mary didn't. Mary's 14. She isn't. She was more concerned about getting a tattoo. Yeah. This episode. Yeah. So Mary and Lucy there. So Lucy is going to run for class president. Mm -hmm. And I just hated everything about this whole dress situation. Yeah. Like the body commenting. Yeah. Yeah. So she's got this blue dress on, which like by not even by today's standards, by 1996 standards, like it was fine. It wasn't spaghetti strap. It wasn't like short cap sleeve, little cap sleeve, blue, like knitted-y almost. I don't know what that is. Dress. Crocheted. Crocheted, Yeah. Yeah. And it was like Robin's egg blue. And she is going to wear it um, because she's going to run for class president. And she needs the, the way that she said that though, was she needs, she needs to get their attention. Yeah. And he was like, can't you use your words? And then that goes on. And then somehow to distract from that topic, Lucy says, well, Mary's going to get a tattoo. Yeah. Did you catch Lucy at one point saying that something about the dress and how when Mary wore it, she... Yes. Like, was she implying that, like, Mary has bigger boobs or something? Yeah. More of a womanly figure. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Yeah. I didn't like that. I just hate how... I just hated how much Eric was, like, commenting on, like, you can't wear that to school. Yeah. Like... And today, yeah, like 12-year-olds are wearing crop tops and, and like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Old white pedophile men. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to remember who we're talking about here. <laughs> yeah. So Mary wants to get a tattoo. Um, Everyone on the team's doing it. Yeah. And they're going to get a tiny, tiny little ankle tattoo of like, the mascot. Like their school mascot. Like, kid, you're in high school. High school, like, that's not going to age well. No, not at all. <laughs> like, should I have gotten a Bishop Carroll Cardinal on my... I was going to get a Central Memorial Ram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Like, the kid that wore our cost- our mascot costume got teased relentlessly. Oh, no. Yeah, I know exactly who it was. Are and you he... friends with them on Facebook? No. Not because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, like maybe no, we like reach we, out to them. We weren't friends in high school. Not because I teased him. Like we right. weren't. <laughs> right. We okay. didn't run in the same crew. Yeah. But like, yeah, he got teased a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Our, my school was a ram. But I'm surprised that like Mary even Bighorn thinks... sheep for those of you. <laughs> <laughs> I will put an image in Instagram. Yeah. But I'm surprised that Mary even felt like she had the audacity to add. Like, was there even a chance who is tattooing a 14-year-old? Yeah. I know. Like, I'm trying to think. So I snuck out and got my belly button pierced at, like, 15. Yeah. And then got my tongue pierced at 16. And, like, I couldn't. I hid the belly button piercing. Yeah. Until my mom found out. By way of trying on a pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. Um. I, but my tongue piercing, I couldn't hide. I just came home and showed her and she was livid. But yeah, yeah like those are all, like I, I now at 41 do not have my belly button pierced. It had to come out when I had babies. Yeah. And then my tongue piercing came out even before that. So I just think like a piercing, sure, it might leave like a scar of a hole, but like a tattoo is ink injected into, and like this is, I have tattoos. 
-hmm. I just think like if Olivia was like, I want to get a tattoo. I know. And she has told me she has like ideas for tattoos. That's great. I think that's super. Have all the ideas. Like when you are 18 and can legally make that decision and live with the the regret. Yeah. Like, do you enjoy any of your tattoos? No. I also do not enjoy my one tattoo. Where's your one? (laughs) Where? We should put it as a poll on the... (laughs) Okay. Where do you think a 41-year-old woman would have a tattoo? Today. Today. Yeah. They got it when they were, like, in their early 20s. Right. So, like, 20 years ago. Yeah. Where were we all getting tattooed? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I don't... I... I forget I have it. Yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily regret it, but like, I, I'm not like proud of it. You guys want to see? Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to make it a poll. It's a tramp stamp. I was going to make it a poll. <laughs> well, you can edit this out. Yeah. Or I'll put it on the day before. We'll see. Anyway, they say, absolutely not. You're not getting a tattoo. Like you're right. Okay. So in what, in what world did Mary think she's 14 and living in this religious home that even asking about the tattoo was even going to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So at, in the end, everyone ends up getting them, but she gets a fake one. It's like a sticker or something that she can put on. So she's still part of the group. Yeah. And so she says like, it comes off when I sweat. Yeah. Like, like gross. Yeah. That's- so like, did she just get a whole whack of like, Yeah fake tattoos or is it like a reusable one she's gonna just stick it to her skin gross yeah i don't know anywho so i mean that kind of wraps up the mary storyline she didn't really have much going on we didn't hear from what's his name richard russell richard dick dick right yeah (laughs) um her most recent boyfriend and also important to note matt had no love storyline no, he's got he's got PTSD. Yeah, I just thought like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then do we want to wrap up Lucy and Jimmy? Oh god. So Lucy shows up at school cuz she's going to run for class president. Yeah, in a different dress. Yeah, because she gets told to go change. Yeah. And she's got what do they call it in like a turtleneck and a tunic? Yeah, and like what do they call them oh, in sister wives, the modesty modesty shirts yeah i don't think it's modesty it's like a it's like a white long sleeve turtleneck underneath a dress yeah and they wear them in 90 in not in sister wives yeah and the duggars wear them a lot oh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so she looks great fine and then she, she runs into jimmy runs into jimmy who's handing out flyers that says jimmy moon for class president and the she's pissed nerve like First of all, if you guys were in 2023, you'd be Snapchatting each other all night long and you would have known yeah. <laughs> that each other were running. Do you think when Jimmy had those printed, it was on one of those papers that was perforated and then you had all those. You had to break the sides off. <sighs> what a so satisfying, mm-hmm. like the whole, the paper with the holes. And you had to like, I would like kind of fold it. So it like became like an accordion yeah. snake mm-hmm. or something. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> So he, so she's pissed and we never really find out what is going on with class president. Like that's kind of the end of that, except that Jimmy shows up at church like midday, midweek 
Looking for Eric. Looking for Eric to talk to him for advice on how to break up with Lucy. But what it results, not even advice on how to break up with Lucy. He's asking Eric to break up with Lucy for him. Yeah, because he doesn't want to hurt her. And so he's like. And Eric's like, I can't break up. Jimmy. Yeah. Like, I can't break up with my daughter for you. And he's like, well, aren't you a man of God? Like, can't you make, I don't know, like miracles happen or something, mm-hmm. something stupid? He does say something about miracles. Yeah. And so that's it. We find out that that's going to happen. And then and then Eric takes Lucy out on a drive, on a drive, runs some errands and tells her and tells her like, absolutely not. Like if if a if a kid came to me and said, I want to break up with wider Olivia, I'd be like, well, do it yourself. Yeah, I'd be like, like, that's such a weird thing. Yeah. And like, imagine whoever who picks somebody that you've dated. Yeah. Imagine asking, going and talking to their parents. Oh. And like, that's bold, Jimmy. Yeah. And he's also just side. I think he's a terrible actor. Yeah. Well, that's fair. He's just a dead face. I mean, he didn't do anything after this. No, not really. No. Wow. We'll deep dive into it. I like that I'm yawning at 11 p.m. But it's like. 8.55 and you can barely stay awake. <laughs> no, I'm great. You're going to pep up. Yeah. Yeah, slap that face. <laughs> so then Jimmy shows up when Annie is gardening. Mm-hmm. And he's like, can I wait here while I wait for Lucy? And then unclear if he was coming to break up with her or coming to cancel the breakup. Yeah, because so Lucy and Eric return back home. And Annie's like, you two, talk. Yeah. Points at Jimmy and Lucy. And so they have a little moment. And <laughs> what does he say? Jimmy says, I'm your man, Lucy. I thought I wrote it down. Um, I said, Jimmy is the man. Yeah. And he's oh, like. Oh, forget whatever hurtful words your dad used <laughs> to break up with you. I'm the man for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like Jimmy, like, Jimmy, have you even been through puberty? And you asked him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a chump, like no man. Hurtful words. Like, did yeah. he throw Jimmy under the bus? Like, or was he like, listen, Lucy, you're a real drag. <laughs> She's like, but dad. It's not Jimmy. It's it's not you. It's Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then they decide they're both going to cancel their candidacy for class president. And are they back together? Yes. This is what I gather but then lucy closes her eyes for a kiss and jimmy just shakes her hand and then says i'll call you tomorrow but then she looks at her hand like she's never gonna wash it again it's not great i met jonathan taylor thomas and i never wanted to wash the outfit i was wearing when i met him (laughs) so um my friend in high school Kristen, was obsessed with courtney love from hole oh yeah and we she played here on Canada Day, which was also her birthday. Oh, yeah. Or maybe she just played here on her birthday. I can't remember. Um, but it was at Edgefest. Yeah. Edgefest 1998. Wow. Um, and she, like, this is, now that we've lived through COVID. Right. This is awful. Mm-hmm. But she, like, Courtney Love scooped a handful of cake into her hand and placed it into my hands and Kristen's hands. And then we, like... Eight. Ew. 
<laughs> yeah. And my friend Kristen didn't ever want, she didn't want to wash her hand. So my mom came to pick us up from this concert and her hand was like caked Ew. in cake <laughs> that Courtney Love had like scooped into our hand with her yeah. hands. Like, what? Anyways. Yeah. That's a COVID <laughs> no-no is what it is now. Yeah. That was a COVID party. Oh, <laughs> Um, there's also a underlying story about Eric who has to fire the organist. Mittens. Like, they call her Mittens because <laughs> she's playing like she has mittens on. Yeah, she is no longer a good organ player. Yeah, she sounds awful. She's a little old lady. That's why Eric is at the church when Jimmy shows up. <sighs> yeah, he's because he's been asked to listen so that he can then fire her. Um, and then in a turn of events mittens has been pretending to no sorry she's 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 been playing bad on purpose yeah in hopes of getting fired yeah because she wants to take a vacation like yeah. what is this what i was gonna say something but it might be offensive i was gonna say what kind of sweatshop is eric running that his Ooh, organist can't yeah. take a vacation yeah Anyways. Ah, oh, mittens. So, yeah. So, she says she can't take a holiday because she'll go to hell. Yeah. So, Eric's like, you know, you've done so much for the church. You've contributed so much. I just, you know, I don't want to keep, you know, keep you any longer. Yeah. And so, she says, okay, but I'm going to play one last time on Sunday. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. So he comes in and she's playing on the Sunday and it sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. I can't tell the difference between her terrible playing and her great playing yeah like an organ just sounds the same to me i don't know it sounds like auto-tune piano or something yeah um so yeah so she then basically says yeah i was faking it this whole like a bit like she's not a bad organ player she just wanted to get fired wanted to get fired because if she asked for a day off she would go to hell which doesn't like, make any sense what church is this <laughs> what kind of organization are you running here eric yeah and so she's like, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I don't know. It was a silly storyline. I didn't really get the whole yeah, point of it. Yeah. It, it was almost like they needed Eric to solve more problems. Yeah. And he was sort of like, I think he was really struggling in this episode because he didn't know how to like keep Annie and the kids safe. Excuse me. Sorry. 
those are my headphones. <laughs> um, he didn't know. Like, it was like he felt powerless. Mm-hmm. And so he was struggling with that. So we fired Mittens. They just, like, had to give him one more thing to do. Yeah. Fire that poor old lady. Yeah. And I will say one thing that I appreciate in last episode and this episode, Eric and Annie are both good, are like are agreeable that their kids deserve to stay home from school under certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. So like Matt goes to drive the kids to school, like go to school with him with the car the day after the day after the hold up, up. <laughs> <laughs> and they. Is that that that's is that that song? Dr. Dre song. Hold up. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No. Anyway. Well, maybe. Oh, embarrassed. Know. Hold up. Do. Do. Oh, do, 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 do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I think it's like Dr. Dre and Eminem. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, But he is frozen and he cannot get out of his head and he cannot put the car in drive. And so Mary goes to get Eric or Lucy does or something. And they say, you know, just stay home. Yeah. And then in the last episode, when Simon was being bullied and was mortified that Gabrielle heard that he liked her. He got to stay. Home. He got to stay home. Like, I think that's like a valid, like, sometimes you just need a mental health day. Yeah. And like back in 1996, no one was taking mental health days except for the Camdens. Yes. <laughs> Certainly not mittens. <laughs> not mittens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um. So I have a little note here about Simon. So he gets the chicken pox. Mm-hmm. And he puts him in the bath with cornstarch. Yeah. He adds the whole so box. much more cornstarch. Yeah. He basically makes him, turns himself into a slurry. Yeah. You know. Um, but at no point does it indicate, like she says that she's going out with Mary to the store. Yeah. I'll be back in a few minutes. Yes. I'll be back in a few minutes. It doesn't indicate it anywhere that there's anyone else home. Yeah. And so I actually initially wrote a note that it's not clear if Matt or anyone is home. It does turn out that Matt and Lucy are home because Matt's the one that gets them out of the tub. Yeah. But like, I just was like, you can't leave a 10, you can't put a 10 year old in the bath and leave. No, you can drown in an inch of water. Do you remember what we did to Wyatt? I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't know if we were going to bring it up. Like, because social services might have to get involved (laughs) no we took a picture he's fine he's fine but we gave him a melatonin this is okay he's got adhd he has a lot of trouble sleeping and so it was recommended that we give him melatonin to help him sleep by his pediatrician yeah we weren't just drugging him oh no this was doctor recommended but i so i thought you take a melatonin like an hour or so before bed. Yeah. And then you go to bed. Yeah. But they're actually faster acting than that. Yeah. We did not know that. Especially if you are in a cozy, warm bath. A cozy, warm <laughs> bath. And I think he played hockey that day. Yeah. He had a big day. And so we were just sitting on the couch because we wouldn't leave a kid home alone. Yeah. And like you can see the bathroom door from the couch. Like yeah. I'm, and he's he was te- he's nine. He's yeah. nine then. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we were like, man, it's gotten so quiet up there. <laughs> and we made a joke about how you can drown in an inch of water. And then you went up there and he was floating on his back dead asleep. <laughs> like just his little a little halo around his face. Was yeah. Like. 
like he would have gone under and choked on water and come up. Like yeah, he and we would have we right been there five steps away. Yes, but he was like he looks dead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we took a picture of him before I woke him up, and then he woke and, him up, and he denied it. Yeah, he was doing that. Like I wasn't asleep. Like yeah, a like, grandpa after turkey dinner. Yeah, he was <laughs> like full on in his slumber. <laughs> It's yeah. not great. Anyway, <laughs> so parenting advice, do not give your kid a melatonin and then put them in the bath. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Wait till after. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. We have so much more to talk about the holdup. Yeah. It's just because it kind of weaves through the whole episode. Like we really see Eric or sorry, Matt struggling with like this freezing and inability to sort of process yeah. But then he does reach out and call the victim's support center and books an appointment. And he goes and then he is he does say to Annie, like he's going to work through it one school drop off at a time. So he's going to like slowly get used to being back in the car. I mean, he's he's probably got a date next episode, so he's got to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And but Annie through this whole episode is like, she's fine. She's honestly fine. And she's, everyone's asking her, and she's even saying, you know, I would have thought I'd be more shook up, but I yeah. feel okay. She's fine like that meme with the dog whose house is burning down around her. Yeah. She's fine like that dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, in all these scenes, she's changing all the locks because the mm-hmm. the robber took the keys to the car, which had the house keys on them. Mm-hmm. And, you know. That the, happened to us once. Wh- <laughs> what do you mean? You looked at me like I knew. <laughs> no. Um, shortly after we moved here, we were at a Christmas party. It was probably like our first Christmas here, maybe our second. I think it was probably our first Christmas here. And it was Christmas Eve. We were at a friend's house and my mom, like, so like we came from a small town and like people leave their doors unlocked and, but it was this, this party was a Christmas Eve open house. And so people were just coming and going. And my mom left her purse by the front door, Mm. which like. I would rookie never, move. yeah, rookie move. But like we live, we moved from a town of a thousand people. Like yeah. nobody was robbing anybody. Yeah. Or if they did, you knew who they were. And so anyways, she left her keys by or, or her purse by the front door and somebody came in to the open house and they, it was a shady situation and they were like asking, I don't know. Anyways, her purse got stolen. Yeah. And it had our, like it had her wallet with her driver's license, which has our address on yeah. it. And her keys. Yeah. So we had to change all the locks to the house. Yeah. I didn't act like any of these children. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't have to go to a police lineup? I didn't have to go to a police lineup, no. Yeah, so Annie's changing the locks. She's screwing something onto the windows. Unclear what it is. It's a very small screwdriver she's working with. And her friend is like, you know, like, are you okay? And she's like, Mrs. Hamilton. Not just her friend. Sorry. Best friend, other pastor wife, Mrs. Hamilton. And she's like, no, honestly, I feel okay. And then she, does the store thing happen first or after second? The store, second to what? The <laughs> holding happy. Oh, I can't So remember. late at night, she's like, honestly, I'm fine, Eric. Oh, it's first. The and happy then she's thing like, I'm going to just go get a snack. Do you want anything? And he's like, yeah, I do. So then she goes downstairs, checks that the door is locked gets happy out of what's happening my mom just texted so i turned the ringer off (laughs) so she gets happy out of the top bunk pregnant happy she like 
bear hugs the dog and drags it off the top bunk and then goes to check that the door is locked and then happy's just looking her like bitch i was just sleeping yeah like like, i'm no guard dog yeah i'm a fluffer pregnant she's got several buns in the oven she does allegedly yeah and then baker's dozen yeah and then annie sinks to the floor and starts crying while holding uh happy who is supposedly pregnant like I think this is a like, like we now we know Annie's actually not fine. She's not and fine. Probably hasn't slept in two nights. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So she puts Simon in the bath the next day and she's like, go I'm going to the store with Mary. Mary, which I thought was interesting because she doesn't let anyone go to the store with her, but maybe she needed to learn to teach Mary how to shop. Because <laughs> that's her womanly duty. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So they're at the store and on their way out, they're coming back with two grocery carts, but they could have easily just had one note is what I noted. <laughs> and as Annie is putting groceries in the back of the station wagon, some man runs up behind Mary and is like, oh, wait, wait. Yeah. And Annie <laughs> snaps. I wrote literally Annie snaps. Like, has anybody watched that show on the Oprah Winfrey Network called Snapped? Have you ever watched it? I don't it's, know. It's just, it's stories of women who snap and like murder their families or and or husbands. Oh. Or yeah. Okay. No, I haven't seen it. Well, anyways, Annie snaps and like attacks this man. She runs and pushes him and she's like, get away from her yeah. and pushes him. And then Mary's like, mom, he just, we left our sunglasses and he was bringing out our sunglasses. Do you remember he was behind us in line with all the paper towels? Yeah. Probably because he has to mop up some blood. Yeah. From the murder scene back at his house. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then Annie just grabs Mary in a big hug and cries. So she is not fine. She's not fine. (laughs) And she comes home and it is obvious that Mary tells Eric because Eric is like, hey, I heard what happened. I heard you're not fine. I heard you're not fine. And then she just breaks down crying. And she's going to go to the support group. She's going to go to the support group with Matt. But the phone rings. Oh, yeah. And the police are on the other line. Yeah. And so the policeman says, we got somebody. We think it's the guy. We need you to come in and identify him in a police lineup tomorrow tomorrow morning. And she's like, okay, I'll be there. Click. And then Eric's like, who was that? And Annie says, wrong number. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Like. He doesn't call her out on it. He doesn't call her out on it. I forgot how easily it was to just say wrong number back in the 90s. Yeah. You have no display. No. There was no star 69. No. You can scroll back and look at your call history. No. You had to wait a month for the phone bill to come and then remember the date and look through all the numbers. And find it if it was a weird number. Yeah. And like you yeah there's too much wild yeah Yeah, they were so and so she was like oh nothing wrong number but i we were like okay but what's the plan like what time should you be there what precinct are you going to do you need to bring anything i mean turns out she wasn't going to go anyways because she skips out on it yeah but that doesn't really matter like if you were gonna convince the police officer you were coming at least get the details yeah (laughs) like okay see you tomorrow at this precinct at 9 a.m yeah bring this and this and this yeah anyways so you know what it is annie disassociates that's like her thing like during the robbery she sort of just like shut down did Mm -hmm. what she had to do 
And then and when her mom died, same thing. Call her disassociative Annie. Like she needs to unpack that. Yeah, it's not a great. It's trait. not. It's not great. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's just a trauma response. And I mean, she's got a whole life. She was married before. We got like we don't know any of that yet. I just read it on a in a. In was an it article. just fan fiction though? I don't know. I literally wrote Annie in quotations, no problem, and then ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So then the phone rings later that day. Matt, and Matt answers. is like, that was the police station. We were supposed to be down there. And Eric's like, what? So they go down. They get in the car. And Annie then admits to her disassociation, basically, by yeah. saying, I, I didn't look at the guy. And then what does Matt say? By keeping ourselves safe by, like, not looking at him, this guy's going to get away. Like, and do it again. Yeah. And who knows how that'll end. And the cops are like, you're right. You kept yourselves alive by not looking at him. Yeah. Like, like I don't know. I used to work at a bank and, well, they always, the biggest advice was, like, we can't tell you what to do in terms of doing what the robber asks or not. Like, that's right. up to you in the moment. But there was an incentive, a cash incentive, if you gave the die pack. Oh. So, like, you better believe early 20s me giving out that was going to give out that die pack every time. Did you ever get robbed? I didn't. I prevented a robbery. I saw him in line and I went and pointed him out to somebody else. Like, I was a teller. And, like, what was he? What was he? What was he doing? Like, you just know. He's acting shady? Yeah. Like, it's, like, kind of obvious, like, just the way that they're standing in line and, like. Like, okay, I'm the type of person, and I don't know, nothing, I have never had a situation, good or bad, with the police. Like, I've barely dealt with the police. Yeah. Except <laughs> except for that one time we left our garage door open. Oh, yeah. And they knocked on our door in the middle of the mm -hmm. night. And I, and was I like, made you go down. Yeah, but I was basically, like, I was throwing clothes on as I yeah. was running. And, yeah. like, my butt's hanging out in our security camera footage. <laughs> and, the, like, and he's like, we're just was in the neighborhood and noticed your garage door was open, ma'am. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> Anyways, I have had, like, I, I'm, I get so cagey around cops. And I don't know why. Like, if I'm driving, I'm like, oh, God, there's one behind me. Oh, like, like, I've been pulled over lots, I guess. But, yeah. like, I've never done anything other than getting a speeding ticket. And I just, yeah, I get cagey. So, so I feel the same way in the bank is what I'm trying to say. Like you get cagey in a bank? Like when I'm standing in line in a bank, I'm like, I wonder if they're like watching me. Like they think I'm going to rob them. Like I'm not going to rob them. So like, I don't know. Like, why would they think that? Like, what am I? Have you tried putting your hands up and saying, <laughs> I'm not going to rob you. And just like smiling at everyone. <laughs> we should go in a bank together. I don't think we've done that yet. We had to go to a bank one time. <laughs> shortly after my dad died we got a check from the lawyer from the sale of our house or something something this. and they wouldn't just put it in my account because it had both of our names and the lady was like you need to call your husband yeah and i was like <laughs> i'll call my partner and then you came but i was crying in the bank because there was an old man there that reminded me of my dad so then you showed up and i'm like tears are like just at the brim of my eyelids, like yeah. trying not to fall. And then we had to go and like, we both signed it. 
And then just walked out. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, so that was our only time in a bank together. It's true. I just popped in to save the day. Yeah. Sign my name. Yeah. Husband. Yeah. <laughs> you should have just written husband. <laughs> no, do I have to sign this with my penis or like, yeah. what How is does that? This work? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so we, I saw this guy in line. He looked shady AF. It was in a part of the bank that I worked in was in a part of town that was like, we were robbed all the time. You pointed, was, you pointed the, I didn't put two and two together that you worked in that bank in that part of Calgary. Yeah. Until we were driving just like a couple months ago and you were like, that's the bank I used to work at. And I was like, in this neighborhood? <laughs> yeah. What? And it's like cleaned up a little bit since then. There's a some gentrification. Bit. Yeah. Now it's called International Ave. <laughs> Yeah, they trying to I don't know be woke or something, and well, so it's the Trans Canada that oh, goes, that goes internationally across the country. <laughs> I thought we called it that because it was a very culturally diverse neighborhood. Maybe. There's a very large, like, Sudanese population, Southeast Asian. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I don't know. I think we should look it up. We're going to have to look it up. But Anyways. anyway, so then I went on our, like, little messenger thing and I messaged a couple of staff within the building so that just for them to come out and just, like, be present. Right. And then the guy booked it out of there. As soon as all the staff members show up? Yeah. Because they job. don't. Thanks. They don't want to witness. Can you explain what a die pack is? Because I don't really know what a die pack is. Yeah. It's just a stack of 20s. A bundle of 20s. And it has. Are they rolled up like in no. gangster? <laughs> in a sock. Yeah. So that we just give them the sock. Yeah. No, it just sits in our in the cash tray. And I have to say, like, I feel comfortable saying this because I know that A, the technology has changed policies have changed and i don't think they use die packs like they did way back in the day right so if you're thinking of robbing a bank like don't take this as like <laughs> advice so it's a so it's just a stack of 20s with a band around it and if you were to look at the sequencing like all the numbers are real like if they're real bills i guess and yeah. then it sits on this plate and once it's removed from the plate something gets activated within it and then it's on like a i don't know 10 minute timer or something like that okay so a lot of times the robbers would be like give me all your money but don't give me the die pack and then like does that have anything to do with die yes okay so no it's because you die once you <laughs> hand it so after you got 10 minutes after yeah. it gets off that plate yeah to get the hell out of there yeah it's like inspector gadget we call it the death pack <laughs> so or maybe it's triggered when it leaves the building it was always a big to-do about having it on that plate but then they put it in their bag or their jacket or whatever they were robbing you with. Socks. Socks. <laughs> and then it would basically like explode with this like hot smoke that would dye your skin and anything around you and create and this big money. plume and all the money. And so like now the money is useless. And bring like Batman like with a smoke bomb. like Yeah, like, except it's like bright pink, I think. Oh. Yeah. And so I know one time we got robbed and the guy took a taxi. And so he was like, hey, I just need to run to the bank. Just wait here. And then he like went in, robbed it, got back in the taxi. But the taxi driver didn't know. 
Did the iPad go off in the cab? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that yeah. sucks. And so the whole inside of the cab got covered. This man was covered. If it's right against your skin, I think it can like burn you. Like it's like hot. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. Don't rob banks, guys. Yeah. Life I lesson. Mean... Don't rob banks. <sighs> I don't um, even know where we're going with that. I, yeah. Police lineup. Yeah, so they're at this police lineup. Oh my God. I thought we'd be better because it's earlier in the evening. <laughs> so they're in this police lineup. They're like, I don't know. I don't know. And they're like, it's okay. And we know right away because we saw the guy. So then they're back at home and they see that Mary has a tattoo. They I remembered how we got to the bank story. How did we get to it? I We were talking about like not looking the person in the eye. And that's like, that's yes, why. And they, I was taught mm -hmm. like how to identify if yeah. you're at stores and they have those colored strips. Yeah. That's to see how tall, so you can say how tall. Yeah. So even if you can't, rem you might remember that when they left, they were at the yellow, which means they were between six and six, five or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, Annie can't remember. Matt can't remember. And then they go home. They see that Annie or that Mary has a tattoo. They think it's real. They start confronting her. She's like, guys, it's just fake. And then all of a sudden, Annie remembers. She has a ding light a bulb flashback moment. of the man's arm with a snake tattoo on his left hand. Like, is this what thieves, like hardened criminals, looked like in the 90s? I don't know. Like white, stringy haired men. They look like Kid Rock <laughs> with snake <laughs> tattoos on yeah. their hands. And so then they go back to the police and, and are she's, like, she's like, let me see all their arms. That's the guy. That's number the guy. four. And then, so then the policeman makes a point of saying, are you willing to testify against this on like in court? And she's like, yes. And Matt's like, me too. So like, is there going to be a court scene? No. Like this show doesn't seem to roll over themes. I mean, maybe there will be. We don't know. Like this dog's never gonna have a baby, so <laughs> yeah, they kind of lost <laughs> lost momentum with that storyline. Yeah, real quick. Yeah, but yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, and then they're at church, and Mittens plays her last song, and it's yeah. great, and yeah, everybody's happy. The world's loudest <laughs> propeller plane is going over <laughs> our heads right now. The helicopter. Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a really good episode. I thought it was funny that they weren't not funny. I thought it was interesting that they weren't saving anybody else. Like normally, like they saved Renee. They saved what's his Richard who can't read too good. The Hamiltons. The Hamiltons. The guy with the pumpkin carving talent. Yeah, Mike. Mike. I'm glad you remember Mick Mitchell, Mike Mitchell, Mike Mitchell, Mike, the, the monster, monster Mitchell. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So it's like, they're always like saving. Oh, and then the drug guy. Yeah. Pot. It's just pot. It's just pot. Yeah. And so. Yeah. They're always this, saving the day. This was about them. Yeah. So this was the first episode that there wasn't some other person requiring saving. Yeah. Um, I still, like, I know that Annie was just saying, I'm fine, I'm fine. But, like, <clears throat> I still felt like Eric was leaving her 
to deal with her own. Yeah, he had to fire mittens and dump Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Like he had places to be rather than dealing with his wife. Yeah. Or helping his wife not dealing with her. But yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Should we talk about what the next episode's called? Oh, yeah. Because. Episode 10. I know. It's called. Oh, this is going to be such a good one. I've seen some TikToks about this. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Tell me. Last call for Aunt Julie. <laughs> Aunt Julie comes to visit for Thanksgiving and brings her drinking problem with her. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to watch how this woman plays a drunk person. Yeah. I yeah. think it's going to be problematic. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's going to be problematic. Mm -hmm. Also, just in closing, thanks to everybody who's liking and following us on TikTok. Like, like, and Instagram, but like TikTok has it's a lot. blown up. Yeah. Like every time we check, we have like 20 new followers. Yeah. 20 new followers. One, the one video of the dancing scene in the color of God episode With has like 315,000 views or something like that. And like a lot of people are talking in the comments about it, which is really cool. So yeah. like, I think, I don't know how the algor algorithm works, obviously, but I think that the more people that are interacting with your video, like liking it and commenting on it, it probably gets played more. Do you work for TikTok? Unofficially. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm barely even on TikTok. I got to get on it more. I know. The TikToks. The TikToks. And yeah, so if you um, don't already follow us on Instagram and TikTok, mm -hmm. just look up 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. And we post like little teaser clips and behind the scenes and polls and it's going to be great. It is great. Yeah. Yeah. It is actively great. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I just think I was thinking by myself, it's going to be great when I'm doing it more. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because by the time this episode airs, you are weeks done school. Weeks done. Like yeah. the day that I'm done, we're going on vacation. Oh, I thought we were, I was like, are you surprised me with a holiday? No, it's a planned holiday. <laughs> we're going. This place is yeah. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good. Yeah. No, but like we might go to Vegas and I'm excited about that. Guys, we just need like a kid free vacation. We just had the last three nights free. Yeah. Of all the kids. It's because we don't have a mat to parentify. That's To true. look after the children every Saturday morning. I should have had a, a kid four years before Olivia so we could have a 16 year old. Ooh. as well yeah no that sounds awful all right let's go eat some ice cream and watch candy oh yes okay okay bye BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap.